Have you been listening to this show for a while? Do you like this show? Do you want to see it continue? There's one way you can do that. You can actually visit our Patreon page and donate some money to make sure the show continues. That's the only way we fund the show, the only way we make it happen. Go to patreon.com slash we have concerns. Find out bonus stuff you can get for supporting us and make sure the show keeps on trucking. say it's even probable it's likely okay i'm drunk right now and that's how i came up with the idea of the floating city and i'm sorry but i'm not let's go this is we have concerns hi jeff canada hi anthony carboni hello concerned citizens it's the beginning of the it's the beginning of a new year jeff oh so much possibility a clean slate yeah pure pure white snow nothing, the final panel of that calvin and Hobbes strip nothing right nothing uh from 2017 carries over that's no the rule. That's, that's the, the rule. rule is the it's world resets fresh let's try it again the simulation begins anew mm-hmm a lot of people get really reflective around this time of year. And a lot of people are very dismissive of those people. I feel right. like there's two camps, right? You're either the kind of person where the beginning of the year makes you go like, man, I really got to reflect and I got to think and I got to make goals and I got to do things. Or you're the kind of person that's like, fucking arbitrary point on an arbitrary calendar. Yeah. Be mindful every day. Those people are kind of like, Neil right. deGrasse Tyson on Twitter, I think. <laughs> I felt like that a little bit this year uh, on New Year's Eve because I, as I went to bed at like 1130, I was like, I could stay up another half an hour, but I don't care. It's an arbitrary day, an arbitrary time. I'm yeah. just going to bed. Yeah. I did I, that. I think that's a different thing though. I think, I think what I'm talking about is the two schools of thought where it's like take stock or I think there's a particular type of person who's like, fuck you, you should be taking stock every day or don't yeah. worry about yeah, it or blah, you. blah, blah. You know, just right. yucking people's yum. Mm-hmm. But uh, wait, I don't know. Where do you fall on it? I'm definitely more in the former camp. Usually, I'm usually the guy who's like, "All right, well, I I'm, I did my one second a day video. I'm gonna watch it and think about the last year. I'm gonna make some goals for the next year. I'm gonna try to. This is gonna be the year where I do all the things where I learn another language and yeah, be a better me and uh, fail. Um, the one thing that I do. Cause I tend to, I don't get as wrapped up in that stuff. But one thing about me is I'm not, I, I don't know if you picked up on this, Jeff, hmm. not a very social animal. You, this guy, hmm. you figure that out yet? The, cru- the cruise guy, Anthony Carboni, the Anthony, cruise guy? Anthony Cruz Carboni, <laughs> uh, who just loves to be trapped on a boat with people. Um, and their germs, uh, all of their terrible, terrible germs. Uh, yeah, I, but one thing I do in the beginning of every year is I, or I really think to myself, like, should I be strengthening my personal relationships? Mm. Am I spending enough time with friends? My answer is usually uh, no. I, well, we never spend enough time with friends anymore. Yeah. It's, it, that is one thing. You, you look back. You, do, you guys, do you get the like end of the year holiday card barrage? Yes. Where you're like, oh, these people, right. They're on our holiday card list, but oh, that's yeah, my, it. Uh, my mechanic, my, uh, my dentist, <laughs> yeah. uh, my accountant. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. You know, the barrage of holiday cards from your closest. <laughs> I really don't friends. spend a lot of time with my friends. Huh. huh. That's weird. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I, I know what you're saying. You get the newsletter. You get the update. Yeah, you're like, and you're like, shit, I haven't called those them. people. Yeah. Uh, or shit, how did these people find my new address? I right. didn't forward from the old one. <laughs> They're still alive? Uh, so I do think about that. And I, and I went... I went and searched, Jeff. I went searching on on the vast 
information superhighway, mm-hmm. the library of human knowledge to see if other people feel this way and to get some, maybe some statistics on this. Statistics on uh, whether we feel good about spending time with each other? Yeah, and and how much time we spend with each other and how much time we should be spending with each other. Mm. How uh, much time I, should we spend with each other? Well, I found a great article on Wait But Why. Are we already... It's already too much, right? You and me already too much time with each other. Yeah, we're already we already. Well, that's what I'm. Lemon. That's what I'm slowly building up to. But it's, let me get because <laughs> I want to let you down easy. Thanks. Uh, it's the it's the first couple of weeks of January, and we've already spent too much time this year you together. You are the family <laughs> that I didn't forward my new address to, hmm. and you know that. I and I don't know you. how you showed up. <laughs> uh, so here's what's up. The the author at Wait But Why was thinking about the passage of time and thinking about relationships and decided to break down uh, the amount of time we've spent with the important people in our lives. Mm. So here's an interesting uh, fact that I had already read, but this has been reiterated in this article. Um, Most of your lasting friendships, Mm. your important, strong friendships, are made by the time you're 27 years old. Adults don't tend to make very strong friendships after the age of 27. I believe that. Uh, that makes that that tracks. And one of the neurological reasons is that the people who are around you as you are finalizing who you are in the adult world mm-hmm. are around for the really important stuff in your adult life that you think of as being defining. Right. And so you will feel a strong bond with those people for the rest of your life, regardless of whether you call them or not. Right. And I think about this and there are people that I knew in my early to mid twenties that if they called me today, I haven't spoken to them in years. Right. They called me today and they were like, Hey, I want to crash with you for a week. I'd be like, Oh my God, of course. Right. Uh, meanwhile, people from like high school or people I knew like in my very early thirties, uh, which I'm 75 now. So that was a very long time ago. Right. Uh, you of course are 173. <laughs> uh, people I knew a few years after that, if they called me and they were like, Hey, I need a place to crash. I'd be like, hey, I don't know. Mm, mm. Even though I've hung out with them, more recently. Right. Um, but here's the, here's it's so, it's, so it's the idea of having firsts with the people who you have firsts with. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. The people who are there for formative, uh, parts of your life. You know, the thing that, that is counterintuitive to this whole thing for me, or, or maybe not counterintuitive, but, um, ironic and uh, a little sad is those people are around you by sheer accident. Yes. By sheer luck. And you don't get to choose or cultivate the people with whom you generate the deepest bonds. Mm-hmm. They're just geographical and accidents. Yeah. Just like those are the people I happen to be around at the time. This is a roommate I found on Craigslist. This is yeah. somebody I worked with at a coffee shop. And if this you got is... super lucky that you happen to find somebody at that specific time in that specific place who you actually have a really deep, cool connection with, that's great. And people do it all the time. But that is Complete luck. Yeah. Because I have a lot of people that I have kinship with and feel friendships with at a certain time in my life, but I always felt I never had a best friend. Yeah. I never had a best friend. You don't seem like the type who would. I wish I did. I Do would you know love why? to be a best friend. You're you're unlikable. Oh. <laughs> oh. I don't even have friends. Yeah, it's weird. Going best. And by weird, I mean, I'm glad that you're finally coming to this realization. <laughs> no, um... But you're right. And, and these people you're sort of thrown in with at these scrappy times of your life become the people that you think of. They're, right. they're, the essential, they're essentially the, the equivalent of like your war buddies. Right. You know? But at this time in my life, I feel like I'm equipped with 
the the requisite self-knowledge to actually go, I choose him as a friend yeah, or I choose her as a friend. But we don't. But we don't. Because you know what? Got a wife, I got a dog, I got five good friends. I, I got time they for may friends. not live here, but that's fine. I ain't got time for foundational work on there's, friendships. There's so much Netflix. <laughs> I'm so behind. There are comic books. There's so many things. That's a lot of stuff. Uh, so this author dug a little deeper and it's like, but how much time do we actually spend with these people now that we are out of this early formative part of our lives? Right. How much time do we have we spent and will we spend with the most important people in our lives? Yeah. Uh, and he crunched the math and it turned out that first of all, when he graduated from high school, he had used up 93% of his in-person time with his parents. Once Whoa. you, once you leave high school or you move out of the house, you are now enjoying the last 5% of your life that you will spend with your parents. That makes sense. I mean, you, obviously that's all front-loaded, right? Because mm -hmm. you're spending 100% of your time as a child up yep. through the time you move out. So obviously that makes more sense that once you move out, you your the percentages are going to drop drastically. But I don't know if I would have guessed 93 to 95%. That's crazy. Yeah. That kind of, yeah. But it makes sense because like I spend a week of the year with my parents now, you know, exactly. <laughs> That's, that is a very small percentage compared four, to 24 seven when you're 10. Yeah. I think three or four days a year, you know, with, e with yeah. each, with each of my parents, right. you know, that's pretty nuts to think about. Yeah. Uh, especially because you spent, I think a lot of people spend a lot of their early life, just like how much time do I have to spend with my parents? <laughs> and then when you get into, when you get into your late twenties, your early thirties, you're kind of like a, a lot of people are like, Oh, I should maybe cultivate more of this. And then it's right. kind of like, oh, but like, there's really not a lot of time to do so. Oh, it's so sad. I, I don't know why actually putting it into hard math like that makes it sad. Makes it sad. Because I'm actually cool with the amount of time I spend with my parents. Yeah. If you were to ask me before I looked up this, this statistic, you spend enough time with your family, I'd be like, yeah, totally. I get Right. I definitely get enough time with my family, but seeing it as a number like this, I'm like, wow, do I? Yeah. Uh, similar story with siblings. Um, the second, once a sibling moves out of your house, um, you basically have about 15% of your total engagement time left. You will see your wow. siblings more than you see your parents usually. That's interesting. Um, I guess because they will live longer than your parents. They'll live longer than your parents and you have more of a friendly relationship with your siblings from go. Right. Like my sister and I will hang out. You know what I mean? And that's totally fine. Right. Uh, with my parents, it's like a planned event. Right. Um, right. I can more casually hang out with my sister. Yeah. Um, but then we get to the one that I really was looking at, which is old friends. So if you had like a group of best friends in high school. Oh, yeah. Uh, dudes. The, the, the boys. Yeah. The poison the boys. Poison boys. <laughs> the wild poison. The wild boys. The poison <laughs> boys. Uh, whatever you called yourselves. Uh, we were called stop sitting at our table nerds <laughs> that's our table yeah you hang out at the tree with the rest of the weirdos <laughs> i didn't have any best friends um i know and you keep harping on that yeah. but you need to get past it it's sad to me. um <laughs> <laughs> uh so with your best friends like you probably will rack up in high school because of that like close quarters there are only a limited number of people to hang out with a right. limited number of things that you're free to do yeah uh you hang out with them a lot maybe 700 group hangouts during high school is the app 700 group 700. hangouts? 700. That's about how many group hangouts I've been invited to on Facebook this year. I have, yeah. That's a, how many That's how many shows by comedians I know I've been invited to. <laughs> yeah, I've comedians and DJs. Facebook group invites <laughs> in the 700 range from old friends. Yeah. 
Um, I barely remember you, but you want me to be part of your group about how much you love chocolate milk? Oh, cool. Awesome. Herbalife changed everything for you, (laughs) and now you want me to get updates about it. Cool, cool, cool. Cool. Oh, you're spinning at a club at 2 (laughs) a.m. It's not a club, it's a bar? Hmm. Oh, it's not a bar, it's like a bowling alley. Okay. (laughs) Um, So, after high school, those people, high school or college friends, uh, you will probably be probably be in the same room at the same time, maybe one day a year, ten days each decade, getting together with wow. the boys, getting together with, with the, the boys. With the Z. Yeah, uh, not the, so wild anymore. These boys. That group is in its final seven percent. You will spend with them in your oh, lifetime. Seven percent wild boys. Seven percent boys. That's not enough boys. That's not enough percent boys. That's a good beer. 7% <laughs> yeah. beer? Great That's, beer. Bad boys. You know what's sad about that 7%? And what you going to do about that? <laughs> you know what's sad about the 7%, Anthony? What? 5% of the 7% is we should definitely hang out more. Oh, yeah. We should totally hang out more. You know what you will do is send me a Facebook group invite and we'll hang out way more. 5% of the 7% is you get together for a day <laughs> and you spend two hours of that day going like, God, why don't we do this We more? should do this we way more. We should just more. do this way this more. Is so, isn't this great? This is great. It's like the old days. So what do we do with this information, Jeff? Now that we, these- We the, just sit in the corner and be sad um, and wonder why we didn't have any best friends. Yeah. That's what I think we would do. That's our natural inclination. Yeah. Uh, the author of this article, thank God- <laughs> is a little more proactive than we are. Mm, fair enough. Because uh, this is the kind of person that does the long division needed to figure out how much time he's going to spend with his friends before he right, dies. Right, right. So obviously, more proactive than us. What's his plan? Uh, here are three takeaways. Number one, living in the same place as the people you love matters. So, so move in with your parents. Move back in with your parents to your old childhood bedroom yeah. with your wife, sleep in a twin bed, and all will be great. Everything the percentages will just dope. jack right up. Leave the door open because it makes your mother nervous when it's closed. <laughs> but but in reality, you live, uh, when, when Kylo gets a little older, yeah. you live like a five, six hour drive away from most of your family. That's correct. You will spend more time statistically with your family mm-hmm. than the people, than the average in this article. Because they live even farther away. Yeah, yeah, I live, my parents, uh, one of them is in Florida, one of them is in Louisiana. Right. So like, I don't, I, once, twice a year? Right. Maybe? So what he's saying, his, his profound thesis is uh, when you're far away from people, it's harder to see them. Sure, but it's also like, hey, are you making the right decisions in your life for the relationships that will make your life better? Right. Uh, is there a way to live closer to the ones you love that's without all, sacrificing let's get the things boys. in your life? We'll get a big place together. We'll build a floating city. Yes, we'll live there. Boysville. We'll drink on it. The boys will be back. Like the like the, the titular song. <laughs> the boys are back in town, and um, if town is a floating city. Number two, priorities matter. So your remaining FaceTime with any person depends largely on where that person falls on your list of life priorities. This is what I tell my wife all the time. I got to prioritize the boys. You got to listen. I just need more time with the boys. Honey, I love you, but I love my boys. But I got, I got to love my boys. My boys got to be prioritized. I got prioritize the boys. boys. (laughs) Noise. Yeah, but that, this is a thing that I struggle with. And when I, when I look back on the year, when I'm, whenever I'm saying, have I strengthened my friendships, the thing that I know about myself is 
if I spend three more hours, I can edit this video, put together this proposal, do this thing, or I can have a night out with my friends. Yeah. Do I need to have the proposal done now, or am I just itching right. to work because I'm the kind of person you who itches to work? Prioritize the boys. I gotta prioritize the boys, and I'm not. I'm not doing it. You're not. You're not. Uh, how do you How do you feel? You rank on that. You have oh. this kind of the same philosophy that I do, which is if you like someone. Uh, figure out a way to make it a job to hang out with them. <laughs> that is absolutely the case. <laughs> that is absolutely the case. Uh, Start a show with them and then you can <laughs> hang hey, out. No, no. Not only can you hang out, you can do the thing you love with them. Monotoys the, the boys. boys. <laughs> Those boys gotta be monotoized. <laughs> uh, and then number three is quality time matters. If you're in your last 10% of time with someone you love, like now that we know this, keep that fact in the front of your mind when you are with them. Mm-hmm. I have a tendency when I am in a family situation to just be like, how do I spend an hour away from my family if I'm going to spend two days with them? Right. How do I sneak away? Right. When in reality, I think I should be more like, how do I make this a more pleasant time? How do I put myself yeah, in a I mindset where I can, I can understand how important this is going get to be? value out of it, really have it be quality time. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, I get that. Uh, and that's something I'm very bad at. Me too. And I think everybody is because I think there are, there's a paradigm shift that happens when you self-actualize and you mm-hmm. become your own person in your own space in your own world. And then you go back to that old paradigm and you're like, this doesn't feel right. I don't anymore. like my place in this group. I don't like my role here. Yeah. I don't enjoy the the patterns the, that we fall there's an into. Old me that I'm reminded of that doesn't seem to fit anymore. Yeah. Plus I can pull my phone out at any time. Yeah. And that's great. <laughs> what are you, oh, are you sending an email? Yeah. <laughs> to this chicken that wants three mangoes from me <laughs> so I can build a roller coaster. <laughs> Yeah. You know, like yeah. that sort of shit. Do you think that, that social media and, and stuff like that has changed any of this? Because uh, do, do you feel like it, it is quality time when you are tweeting with old friends or anything? I, I feel more connection to people when I see their Instagrams and see what they're doing. It's like getting that holiday card every day. And right. that, and that kind of, I think that takes the place of quality time for a lot of us and it makes us feel like we're doing it. Right. But my, my takeaway from this article is even though it feels that way to me in the moment of the day, when I actually reflect on it, I realize that it is that it is not enough. Right. Um, it feels like enough in the moment. If I don't take the time, like you're saying, to self-actualize and be in the moment and be like, oh, is this cool? The answer that immediately pops into my head is no. Right. But during the day when I'm busy and I allow myself to be busy and I look at social media, I'm like, great, I got an update from this person. I know what this person's up to. It's just like we're hanging out. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's really interesting, and it's. I want to be able to keep this in the front of mind as much as possible this year. I think I want. I really want like. Yeah. I really want to do. I, I want to do more shit that it's like keeping up with these important people. I think that's yeah. something that I'm. I'm very bad at. How do How do you all feel about it, concerned citizens? Uh, are you spending enough time with the with the people you love? Yeah. Call your parents. Call your mom. She wants to hear sleep from you. in your old bedroom with your door open so your mom isn't worried. Yes. Uh, let us know if you think you are spending enough time or if you have other priorities that you're trying to put first this year. Hashtag has got to be prioritize the boys, right? Uh, God, how is it spelled? <laughs> no, normally? Spell it normally and we'll just all understand the pronunciation <laughs> because I don't want to do that to you. Not in 2018 when I'm trying to prioritize you boys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at A Carbone. And I'm at Jeff Ganata. Uh, we would know that if we hung out more. He's really Sorry, good. everyone. <laughs> 